You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. Breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Breaking news on a variety of issues. Some good news in New Jersey for families there. Uh, We will also speak with Governor Mike Huckabee and get his thoughts on the Durham report from this week. Bethany Mandel will join us a little bit later on. And before we're done, the passing of Tim Keller, a New York uh, giant in uh, the Christian circles. Stay here. All right, Kevin McCullough, welcoming you into a very special Friday edition of Kevin McCullough Radio. And as we've got a lot to get to in the next hour, uh, we're just going to be all over the globe and talk to all kinds of people. And it's going to be a perfect uh, way to end the uh, the radio week for Kevin McCullough. Don't forget, you got to join me on TV tomorrow night, 9 p.m. Eastern for that Kevin show. But I'm uh, glad to welcome back uh, a longtime friend, uh, someone who I supported in his presidential runs, not once, but twice. Um, and think that his daughter might be about the best governor that Arkansas ever had, with the exception of maybe him. Uh, governor Mike Huckabee, welcome back. So good to have you. Well, thank you very much. Look, I'll, I'll even seed uh, any uh, claim to being the best governor to my daughter. It would be an honor uh, for her to be the best, and I would be thrilled for people to just accept that. Yeah. Well, I'll never forget. And I'm going to brag on both of you here for a second. We, this was back in the uh, election cycle when you had just come off the campaign trail the first time. And uh, technically Mr. Romney was the runner up to Mr. McCain, even though you had more votes uh, at the end of the day than uh, Mr. Romney did. But CPAC was going down and at the actor, Stephen Baldwin and I had, had formed this little youth lounge at CPAC called um, I forget, I forget what we call X-Pack or something like that. And I had asked you to come speak to the kids because they couldn't afford the $300 rubber chicken dinners at the end of the night, like all the <laughs> white hairs could at CPAC. So it was really like CPAC was the world of two conferences. It was the old people at night and it was the kids all day. Um, but you were, you were unavailable and Sarah stepped in for you. And not only did she show up, but when the kids, when the session was over at the end of the evening, she stayed and talked to every single person that was in line that had come to see you or see her or to just be part of the experience, but wanted to have a word with her. And she was there until probably about 1 a.m. And I just I just remember thinking uh, at the time, this entire family really understands the message of public service and of being selfless in all of that. And I, I just, I'm so proud of what she's become in every sense of the word since then. Um, let me, let me get to not so good things. Durham report out this week, governor, and there could not have been a bigger refutation of everything that Rachel Maddow, Maxine Waters, Adam Schiff, and all the rest have been telling us for the last three years the Durham report confirmed what we already deep down knew. Uh, the one disappointment of it was that there weren't indictments returned. I just cannot imagine that people are not going to be held accountable or for heaven's sakes, at least fired or lose their pensions uh, over the fact that they took a completely bogus report 
that was initiated by Hillary Clinton's campaign, and they used it as the basis to try to prevent the election of a president, and once elected, then tried to stage a coup d'etat to have him overturned, overthrown, and shoved out the door. This far exceeds anything that Watergate was about. You know, people talk about Watergate as such a big political scandal, and it was. And people will also say it was the cover-up more than it was even the crime, because the crime amounted to virtually nothing, uh, digging through the offices of the DNC and not finding anything of consequence. But this is a bigger cover-up because this was not a bunch of political operatives. This involved people at the highest levels of law enforcement and the intel community. And not only did they conduct activities that were blatantly illegal, but they continued to not only do them, but to cover them up at the highest levels of our government. And I, I just wish the press had some level of integrity left. They don't. They're gone. And Donald Trump was right when he said they are the enemy of the people, because yep. when you know something is the truth and you tell it uh, as a lie, and then when you find out something was a lie and you tell it as the truth, you are the enemy of the people because you are exactly doing the opposite of what a responsible press should do. Let me ask you about Kevin McCarthy's response, because I saw yesterday he's contemplating uh, expelling Adam Schiff from the Congress completely. Um your thoughts on such a dramatic action? Of course, I mean, he's got it coming because he was the one that was telling us he had seen the proof. Um, but would a, would a big statement like that send a message? You know, it, it, it should send the message. I don't know that it will really happen. Um, and, and there's some danger involved when you start doing that, because then when the Democrats get in power, they're going to use the same stick that was used against them. But I do like the fact that Kevin McCarthy is using the same stick that was used against Republicans. This would be a, a, a much further bridge to go. But on the other hand, uh, maybe what he should do is say, we will expel you unless you show us that evidence that you have now claimed for three years to or actually for five years to have had possession of. Right. Put up or shut up, Adam or at least apologize. That's the minimum you can do is apologize and admit you are an absolute, uh, as, as Joe Biden would say, a dog face, uh, <laughs> a lion dog face pony soldier. <laughs> I forgot that he had used that, but it wasn't just him. Maxine Waters said the same thing. Rachel Maddow said the same thing yeah. for, for months and months. I mean, these people need to have their credibility and whatever their status is, wherever they're at, deeply questioned and if not stripped, because at the end of the day, they were all in on it. Or if they weren't, they certainly were gullible enough to believe the people that that were. And from that standpoint, especially with someone like Maddow, you're not going to do your job. You're not going to get uh, confirmation on your own. Um, you kind of you kind of deserve the consequences that come with that. I don't think we're ever going to see that level of accountability. These people have no shame. I would be so embarrassed if I had gone out and said something that was untrue, even if I believed it at the time, and then it was proven to be 100 percent, 180 degrees from the truth. Yeah, I think I would come forward and say, I just want you to know I was duped. I believed it, but I was wrong and I want to admit I was wrong. And here's the truth. And I now embrace the truth as uncomfortable as it is. But these people, they're never going to do that because they just keep lying and hope that people will believe them. And the sad thing is a lot of people do.
Well, and we've entered an era, Governor, that is really concerning in that we no longer understand what shame is. Um, yeah. We, we, we're not capable of being shamed or being ashamed of things that we've done. And it frightens me a little bit because when that kind of environment sets in, then the recognition of evil is practically out the window. And that means it's open season on every everybody that's good. I can remember when people could actually see another person blush because they were embarrassed, you know, and, and you might just ask yourself, when's the last time you saw somebody blush? Yeah. Because that it's just an indication that people now can lie with impunity. And that is deeply disturbing. Very much so. Hey, real quickly, 10 seconds on this 75th anniversary of Israel, your thoughts. What a remarkable uh, country I've been going for 50 years this July, 1973 was my first trip. I've been over a hundred times. I take groups every year, but I never cease to be amazed at what God is doing in this little bitty strip of real estate that is the single most contested piece of real estate on the planet. It is really cool, no doubt. All right, what's the big uh, Huckabee Today show got in store for us this weekend? Well, we're really excited that uh, Katie Nicole, who is a Christian yeah. singing sensation, just on fire, she's going to be our musical guest. Cal Thomas will be talking about his new book regarding journalism and politics. And Lindsay Keith has just been signed to be a part of the TBN family, joining us at uh, Trinity Broadcasting as the new news anchor for Centerpoint. Governor, always fun to have you with us. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. Thank you, Kevin. Gavin McCullough coming right back.